This is episode 76 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Today, we're going to talk about leadership. We're going to talk about how we can lead our kids by example and teach our children real leadership skills that last. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Thank you for joining us today. It's the beginning of season five. And for the next month or so, we're going to talk about the seven habits of highly effective people as it relates to the solution-focused approach. How can the two of those things go together? I've always seen a really strong correlation because I talk to you guys a lot about how you can use a solution-focused approach in your families to help you with communication, to help you with raising your kids. But the seven habits of highly effective people are things that kids can learn so they can have practical strategies when they're moving forward. So they do have the skills to think through what they need to think through in order to come up with solutions that work for them. Way back in uh, episode, I think four or five, we had a guest, Dr. Trevor Dietrich. And Dr. Trevor Dietrich is by all practical purposes, an expert in the seven habits of highly effective people and how to teach it to kids. And that's because he's a principal of a school that teaches the seven habits through a program called The Leader in Me. There's a book, The Leader in Me, by Stephen R. Covey and Sean Covey. And it basically outlines exactly how schools can teach each of the seven habits and create leaders in each and every child. Not just any leaders, but leaders that know how to govern themselves and know how to take care of themselves. And then they take that and learn how they can use their gifts and talents to lead others. Doesn't that sound great? Wouldn't you love your child to learn that in school? Well, let's discover how we can teach our children how to learn that right in our own home. What we're going to do is we're going to glean from that episode a long time ago, and I'm going to chop it up, (laughs) and we're going to listen to parts of what Dr. Trevor Dietrich told us on those episodes. If you want to listen to the entire thing, I'll leave a link in the show notes, and we'll talk about it at the end. But today, we're just going to focus on leadership. We're going to have a brief overview by Dr. Trevor Dietrich about the seven habits and what they are, and then in the weeks to come, we're going to dive into each and every one of them, and then talk about how we can use a solution-focused approach in each and every habit. Now, when we talk about leadership, 
you know that I've used the analogy of when we're working for a boss and we know whether we're, we're working for a boss that's a leader or a manager. And a boss that motivates us to work is the one that helps us see the potential that we have and then allows us to run with it and be our full self. And I honestly believe that that's the type of parents that we need to be in order to raise kids that feel confident, not parents that are constantly barking orders. And before we listen in on what Trevor Dietrich has to say, I wanted to talk about the difference between a leader and a manager. When you think about a leader, they teach people to do the right thing. A manager just talks about doing things right. A leader focuses on relationships where a manager focuses more on schedules. A leader deals with innovation, but a manager focuses on goal expectations. A leader is all about inspiring people and a manager about optimizing things. A leader knows how to build complementary teams. Managers build complementary systems. And lastly, a leader teaches principles where a manager where a manager improves practices. Now, all of those skills are very important in running companies or dealing with families as this analogy is, but when we talk about the qualities of a real leader, we see just by listening to those two lists that people develop in a more full and more confident way when we focus more on the leadership than the managing. Now, I got this list directly from um, page 89 of The Leader in Me by Stephen R. Covey. And I always go back to that when I keep myself in check. Am I being a leader with my family and with the people that I influence, or am I simply managing them? Now, Trevor Dietrich is going to talk to us a little bit about what leadership means to him and how he has developed the leaders in his school in just a moment. And then afterwards, we're going to wrap it up and talk about a little bit more how we can approach that with our families. So let's listen in on Trevor Dietrich. You learn the seven habits, and that's where the power is. What we learned uh, was really paradigm shifting. And that simply was this, that we truly believe that every kid can be a leader because you have to first lead yourself. Okay. And then you have to lead yourself and how you work with others. So it's not, it, it changes the definition of leadership a little bit, right? We, we weren't expecting every kid was going to be the captain of, of, the, of their sports team or the CEO of a company someday. That's not what the leadership is about. Leadership is about self-governance, right? And be, being the best that you can be on your own and when working with others. And that's what the habits bring. You approach it in a completely different way because everyone is a leader. Am I correct? Yeah, and the, and the best part about it is it's not just something that we say or even believe. We can believe it to our core. Right. But by teaching the habits, by embracing this ubiquitous approach, um, that's how we did it. Right. We taught the kids how to be leaders, how to lead themselves. It wasn't like we just told them they were like we actually gave them the skills, the habits to do it. And that's transformational to many parents because they don't ever stop and think that leadership can be taught. So there is there is that, you know, the age old argument. Is it something you're born with or is it something you, that you learn? And I think it's both. 
Um, certainly, certain kids are more naturally charismatic and others are drawn to them, right? And that's kind of what we look at as leadership. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're leading in the right way, right? Or, or, or are effective in what they're doing. Um, so by, by teaching everybody the habits, everybody has the opportunity to work on what they call primary greatness, the, the, your core uh, character ethic. And that's what we work on. It's different than secondary greatness. Secondary greatness would be that position of leadership, the captain of the team, the CEO of the company. If you spend time working on primary greatness, often the secondary greatness comes. Okay. Just strive for the secondary greatness. It's, um, it's empty and it's fleeting. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. How do you help someone kind of discover that about themselves? The key is the, is the seven habits of highly effective people. Okay. That, that it is, you know, there's, there's kind of two parts to the, to the seven habits. You have the, the private victory and the public victory. The, the private victory is how I lead myself. The public victory is how I lead myself when working with others, right? So the primary victory, um, which is habits one, two, and three, habit one, be proactive, Habit two, um, begin with the end in mind. And habit three, put first things first. You don't need other people in your life to do those things. And that is kind of the core. The, habit, the, the private victory, the first three habits are really the roots, right? It's the, it's the stuff that's under, underground that's not visible necessarily, but it's what anchors us and makes us strong in any circumstance, right? Uh, the, the public victory, habits four, five, and six. Habit four, think win-win. Habit five, seek first to understand, then to be understood and habit six, synergize. These are the habits that are a little bit more visible. Certainly these are 21st century skills. You know, we're teaching kids uh, and preparing them for jobs that don't exist, right? That's the challenge that we're in, in the world that we live in. But we know one thing about the job that they will have and that, that won't be in isolation. They will have to have the skills to work with other people. And that's what the public victory is. So when you talk about primary graces, it's both. It's working on your core ethic and, and, and your moral fiber. And that's what we do with those first three uh, habits. And then the, the second three habits are, are, the, are a little bit more external about how we work with other people. It's visible. Um, and that combined then would be how you're working on primary greatness. So primary greatness is based on our character and the type of person that we are. And secondary greatness comes from rewards, um, impressive achievements, or important leadership positions. I love the way that Trevor broke that down. That was all the way back in episode 11 that we got this information. Some of you may want to hop over there because this little portion that I played was just the beginning of our entire conversation. But we're going to break down each and every habit in the next few weeks. But first, let's think about this primary greatness. Your child has gifts and talents that they were born with. You know you've noticed them when they're very young. You say, wow, they have a talent in this area. Or maybe they, um, maybe you still are kind of watching. I challenge you to really watch your children and see what they're talented in. And I'm not only talking about sports or dancing, things like this, but what are some of their character traits that stand out? Do they explain things well or think through things well or notice things? I know my daughter notices so many details. She's able to notice and dissect how things are in a completely different type of way than I've seen with my other kids. And now 
that she's getting a little older, she's able to fine tune it and use that as a leadership skill in her life. See, the whole basis of us finding out what our primary greatness is, is to be able to govern ourselves the way Trevor Dietrich says. Now, what I would love for each and every one of us to do as we lead into this is think about what our gifts and talents are. Is there some talents that are hidden within you that you've buried, that's gotten lost in the shuffle that you need to revisit? When you lean on your primary greatness, you're going to be the best parent that you can be. Maybe you have some things you're not so great at. Well, seek out other adults and other leaders around you that can use their leadership skills to make an impact on your family in those areas. And then offer up help in the areas that you're talented in. If you're wonderful at explaining very difficult situations, then use that. You know, for each of us, it's something different. I want you guys to be able to rise up and use your gifts so you can be an example to your family. And then, like I said, watch your children. Notice your children. When we're being solution-focused, we're trying uh, to steer away from noticing so many of their problems. Although I know that we need to correct them and our job is to raise them, but it's easy for us to see the problems. Our mind naturally gravitates towards problems, but let's move over to looking at their gifts and what they're good at and balance that out a little because sometimes our kids hear us correcting them just simply too much. We overdo it with the correcting and we forget to balance that out with telling them the things we see in them that are great. Their primary greatness leads to their secondary greatness, like Trevor says. If they're ever going to be a leader, whether it be in student council or by leading a small group or whatever it might be, they need to feel confident with the skills that they're given and the special talents that they have. So as we move out into this week, before we dive into the seven habits in the weeks to come, I want you guys to notice your children's greatness and tell them about it. Have a discussion about it. Ask them, how has you having that gift impacted you? Have you noticed how it helps you when you're with your friends, when you're in school, when you're in your class and help them to really realize, yes, my talents I should be proud of. They helped me to accomplish the things I was meant to accomplish. More than that, it makes me who I am. And that builds the kind of self-esteem that they need to have in their life in order to be leaders. Every single one of our children are leaders in their own type of way. So let's help them be able to see the leadership within them, to find their own greatness, and then celebrate it. Now, I want to draw your attention to the show notes where I'm going to put all kinds of helpful links. My website is thefocusedmindset.com. And over there right now, I'm giving away an entire month's worth of kindness lessons, social and emotional learning lessons that you can go over with your children. It includes an entire mindfulness solution-focused lesson that not only helps your child get in the right frame of mind, but then walks through a solution-focused practice with them so they can begin to take ownership of their own behavior and their own kindness. So all you have to do to get that is click the link below. You can also go to my bit.ly link, bit.ly 
bit.ly slash share Kretz info. That's C-H-E-R-K-R-E-T-Z-I-N-F-O. And that will give you my little information page where you can see where you can find me. I also am going to have links in the show notes because staying connected really helps us to be able to stay grounded, doesn't it? And I want to stay connected with you guys. So hop on over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com. Check out what we have there. And I am looking forward to season five, where we're going to discuss not only leadership skills, but how we can use the solution-focused approach in our everyday life to help our families be strong. So it's time for me to get going in this episode and, uh, and just enjoy the rest of the couple of weeks that we have left of summer. Fall is right around the corner for us. And until next time, keep in touch and take care.